All right, welcome back to another episode of Talk to Tatiana. And um, I want to today talk to you about some accounting stuff. Well, not boring accounting stuff, plain English accounting stuff. I want to put my accountant hat on um, and I want to help um, get your head kind of calibrated um, in the right direction. So that's what we're going to focus on. Um, it's January 14th, and so I want to talk to you about um, a few things that you need to really look at and, and think about for the next few months. So uh, as an entrepreneur, what you need to do is right now uh, focus on the 1099s. Here's the thing. when you, you have to issue 1099s for everyone who's not a corporation. So LLCs, LLPs, um, individuals that work for you as a contractor are supposed to get um, a 1099 for payments made during the year. The threshold is $600 for the year. So if you've paid anybody $600 or more, you have to issue them a 1099 to their SSN, Social Security number, or EIN. And so um, why, why is it important? 1099s are important because there is chatter um, in the professional ring where generally not issuing a 1099 to somebody does not automatically disallow deductions. However, if you get audited and you haven't, you've paid a number of people, but you haven't issued 1099s, you may lose your deductions. This would be to... Uh, up to the uh, auditor and also, you know, basically it had his or her discretion whether or not to disallow the deduction. When you've issued a 1099, there's no, there's no question about the deductions, right? There's no question about whether you, uh, you, you can deduct things. But when you didn't issue, then it's basically a bet um, in an audit. And so it's always better. I always tell my clients, first of all, you get their form 10, um, W9 from them. Uh, before you pay them, because people are more willing to provide um, their information if you're withholding their payment for that. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of number one, and it's important. Um, it's Form W nine, which you can get online, uh, Google it, and from the get it from the IRS website. If you are paying people who are abroad who've never set foot in the U.S., you need to get a form eight um, a W eight B E N beneficiary, kind of like from a beneficiary, whatever. Um, and you can again get it online. You should have a form uh, because let's say you never get audited in the same year. You never get audited in twenty for twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two. If you get audited for twenty twenty one, it would be three years later or two years later, and so. What if that person no longer works for you? You may not be able to obtain those W-8 bends for in international payments to individuals. And um, if you don't have those payments, I mean, those forms, you can end up paying 30% of or 28% of backup withholding tax on those payments, even though you never collected it. And so there's a lot of um, kind of, what's the word, um, negative, potentially negative consequences related to not having that. So always for U.S.-based people, 
LLCs and LLPs, you collect W-9 form from them. It has to be filled out and signed with provided number, whether it's Social Security or EIN, um, from them. So you keep that on file until the year closes. All of those forms, 1099s, are issued at the end of um, after the year is over. Um, usually services like QuickBooks and other um, give you an incentive to file those before January 15th. And so um, you just pay less per form if you do that and you have to submit. But keep in mind one thing. If you're using QuickBooks online for 1099 processing, um, make sure that the amounts you've paid people are correct in your QuickBooks. The reason I'm saying that is that uh, QuickBooks it makes it super easy to issue 1099s. And I prefer to use those. Then I have a different service for a couple of other forms. But here's the, here's the danger. The danger is that if you issued a 1099 that has a wrong amount in it, there's no way to, to change the form, to amend the form and correct it through QuickBooks. And so keep that in mind. It's, you would have to find a way to do that. And there is not a lot of ways that you can do that that you can correct it. And so the person that you've issued a 1099 can end up having to justify reporting a lower amount or getting audited or whatever. So it's your responsibility as an entrepreneur, especially if you're using copywriters or uh, social media managers or whatever, it's your responsibility to make sure that the 1099 that you issue is correct. Okay, that's all in the 1099s. Those are due to be sent out to people and filed with the government by January 31st. And so uh, typically services like QuickBooks um, would stop really um, guaranteeing timely processing by January 27th. So I start that as my second task in the year. So um, in my first week of the year, I close out all the VIP business books prepare their closing financials and so on and so forth. And then my second task um, that week and the next week is 1099s. So we focus on 1099s from that point on and we get them done because it usually takes time and we want to make the deadline. So that's kind of where that is. Now, um, also, it's really good to close your books. So reconcile up to December 31st. Um, really make a review the financials, review any corrections that need to be made in January. And the reason is that in January, at the end of January, the traditional accounting firms really start their tax season on like the third Saturday of the, of the um, month. And so you want to be one of the first business clients, especially if you have an entity. Um, so a partnership or a corporation or C-Corp or an S-Corp or whatever, and so especially if you have that, um, you should definitely consider um, wrapping up your financials so that your business is the one that gets worked on first. The reason is that as we get closer to, especially to March, um, traditional accountants, and this here's the statistics, and I'm sure you've heard me say this before, but generally of people who use an accountant to prepare their taxes, there is a ratio of 700 clients per preparer in the country. That's insane. So if you're one of the 700 clients, you really can't count on um, advice. But also, the more you procrastinate your business records, the more chance is that, first of all, there are going to be errors on your return. And also, 
you most likely will overpay taxes because nobody gives a second thought and second look um, to your tax return. So keep that in mind. It's always better to be the first client with the business in than your business gets done, then your personal gets done, and you're done before the madness starts for traditional accountants. It's not the same in my firm because I don't I actually work with less clients, um, a lot less clients because I like the hands-on approach to the client. But for traditional firms that focus on just the preparation more than anything else, uh, that's really the reality. So keep that in mind, okay? And plus, when you show up as a client who who's the first business client, meaning someone who closed the books and everything's ready and here's the papers, here's what you need, boom, um, you're going to be the accountant's favorite client because they want to get stuff early because everybody else is a procrastinator. Also, when your stuff gets done, or let, let's say no, we're not filing, generally I don't start filing until February 15th because some clarifications come out, some uh, new things pop up, the software adjusts stuff and stuff like that. So I don't physically file anything until February 15th, but a lot of my um, work is prepared and ready to file by February 15th, uh, by end of January, especially for VIP clients. And so... Um, you want that um, to be done. Plus, at the end of January, if you know how much you owe personally in April, you have three months to come up with the money. You're not finding out how much you owe on April 14th, and then you're like, how do I even come up with this money? I have no idea. So there's a lot of advantages to to, to being early, to not being a procrastinator and getting, getting it done um, and done well, okay? So that's kind of how I wanted to close out the 2021 year. I wanted to mention that um, really we we focus on more comprehensive approach to business. And so um, that's why I never wanted to have a big firm to have a lot of staff because um, it's not about the conveyor belt operation. It's more about helping businesses grow. And that's what I want to focus on. And you can only do that personally with a handful of clients. And so that's kind of where we are. But a lot of traditional accounting firms just keep on taking more and more work to get more money, but really the quality often suffers. And if a few of those clients get lost because they don't feel they're getting the service, that's fine. You know, you don't notice that, but it's different for different firms. But keep in mind that if you're early, you're the favorite client. Plus you get to know ahead of time if you owe and how much you owe and then you're done, you know, in the first month of the year, you're done with thinking about taxes and you feel free for the next year. That's awesome. So uh, my encouragement to you is get your stuff done, um, get your stuff finalized and move on with your life and enjoy. All right. And next week, we're going to talk about <clears throat> um, what you should be ready for um, in February. And so I want to, to talk about that. And then we'll talk about um, in the following episode about the craft of entrepreneurship. Okay. All right, my friend, reach out to me on Instagram if you'd like. Let's talk, let's chat, um, and I'll talk to you soon. Have a great rest of your day.